this is part two of making a mentor with Dave from Sounds from the Street. If you've not checked out part one, please do that first. If not, enjoy the episode. So I suppose one thing that I'm interested in is uh, when you, when you, when did you first think? I think not only I want to be a promoter, but I think I can do it. Like I think I have the skills for it. And like, what is that about you that just can kind of fall into it naturally? Like you kind of told us in the pub just then that you kind of just. I think that says a lot about your personality. Maybe that you can just summon something like that. I think. I think at the beginning, I knew a lot of bands, and I've been watching bands. Um, it's just a. I just went for it. Just I give it a go, and a lot of people came. A lot of people came, so I thought, right, let's do another one. Yeah. And another one, and you have, you have your bad nights, but I think if you're up and coming promoter, don't be disheartened if you get five, six people. Uh, it happens. It does happen. Um, you learn from it. Right, what can I do differently? What can I do more of? And you make the next one better. Mm. Would you say there's something um, between each of the gigs that you've sort of adapted and changed over time? Like, if you look at your first Dave stock compared to what you're doing now, what would be, like, the key differences that you've you've learned over time and you're now putting into your Dave stock was the name of it originally. I don't think we'd said that. Yeah. We haven't yet. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was the name of it before <laughs> Sounds of Street. Yeah, so we went from Dave stock doing charity gigs to Dave stock promotions. Oh, yeah. And then... Once the uh, once I kind of changed music tastes a bit and decided I wasn't I wasn't really doing the same stuff, I thought I need I need it needs rebranding. It got I think it got stale for a bit. Yeah. Um, so it needed a new needed a new name something that suits it more and. Yeah, and I suppose the like the look like what we kind of experienced from going to that event of the local kind of Wigan scene is it is very much a sounds from the street like that's that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like a big party and that kind of atmosphere and you know like um did you, I think you went did you go in the green room? Yes. Where the yeah, bands yeah. were so like, oh, I want bands to mix and And then writing their thing on the wall we should move. Yeah, yeah, that's that's quite interesting. Well, you can tell that, that story yeah, yeah. actually, like so I think it's quite interesting, like how you came up with that or well, that's not me. That's that's the venue. That's though. the venue. Yeah, though, the yeah. venue were very supportive. Um, you know, they throw quite a few things my way and to the other promoters and what do you think about this and we we're doing this like um, you probably saw our banner on the wall. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Uh, so where the pay desk was is each promoter. Uh, each promoter's got like a big, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> doing a big banner. Um, all your uh, social media. Oh, got yeah. Social media uh, handles, you call them? Yeah. Handles, yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, she's... Um, Emma at the Bielbeer, she's been dead good, dead supportive. Um, um, she's really turned the place into a... What's the word? <coughs> um, the place to be, I think. Yeah. It's, it's right in the centre as well. Say, I mean, it's, it's, say it's, a great, it's, it's in a really good location. location. You yeah, know, yeah. we were gassed when we turned up. Um, it's changed so much. Um, it went through a stage of the PA and sound not being very good, and it put bands off for a while. And if you, if you've got if you if the sound if the PA and sound and stuff like that isn't good, then bands will be put will be put off. Playing. There's only so much you and your sound engineer can do to make that sound better as well. Isn't so it? it's so. been, um, it's more like boxed in now and. 
uh, the guy doing the sign there, Ralph I mean, he's, we he's, got uh, told about him a lot, interestingly. I thought it was an interesting thing to mention. Everybody said bands, even people just watching, oh, he's a mid, the sound in here is amazing. This particular yeah. guy, because he sits and drums. And yeah, yeah he's, he's an interesting yeah, fella, yeah. right? Because yeah. we, we wouldn't have really, we always thought it was interesting, but multiple people came over and said, oh, the sound's really good in here. You know, and it's this chap's dead good as well. That does. Is, is he a regular there? Is that oh, he, he, works, he works tirelessly. Nothing's ever, nothing's ever a problem for him. Just, um, he's been doing sound uh, before, I even, before I started. He was doing sound mm. at the other place, so the original place, the tavern. I used to do my gigs. He's been in bands... Um, Band before that are great. A band called Riggets. Go, <laughs> go on, check, go and listen to Riggets. He, he, he used to drum in Riggets, like a two piece, but. Oh, nice. You could tell he was unreal, to be fair. I was watching his paradiddles, like, he was like listening to the, he was tapping to like the beat of the the band that we're on. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did the sound check, so we got loads of things at the sound We check. played the, oh, realize, yeah, he played the drums on the sound check. And I was check, listening was back good. afterwards and I was watching it going, jeez, there he is. It was, it, was, it was one of the bands, I think it was. Uh, Cavalier, yeah, it? well, they said I think it was their drummer. Their said, drummer oh, we've got our videos. I'm not going on after that. There's a, vid- there's a video of like him going, Oh, I <laughs> think we probably took that. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. We were just sat in the back watching them all. Yeah, but he nothing, you know, nothing's ever a problem for me. He does all, he does, I think he does all weekend now. Well, Friday, Saturday, if there's a Sunday gig, sometimes I'll mm. do that as well. Um, but yeah, the sound, big bands are always going about the sound, how good the sound is. And, but he's worked on that for a long time to get it. Um, a new PA put in there a few years ago. Because at one more, at one time, it was just like, the sound desk was like as, as big as a laptop. Yeah. And, um, but he had, he had to work with what he, what he had. But then they've, the venue and they've come in and said, right, like, let's, let's put some money behind it. Let's get a new PA and let's, do the stage up, let's... And what they've done is brilliant. I think it's to be taken seriously because you've got like other pla- one or two other places that um, you've just got to kind of cut out that competition. You've got to like be up there with the competition, haven't you? And mm. Would you say it's the best... I mean, you can be biased, but would you say it's the best venue in Wigan in the centre? It's got the best vibe. It's got... Yeah, I mean, there's the old courts as well, which is a big, massive place. If you get a chance to check it out, go and... It's just got is that in the centre? Whereabouts is it? No, it's a bit. It's near the bus station, but they're like, uh, they've got theatre stuff on in there. They've got, um, they have all kinds of stuff on. It's because yeah. it used to be like the old like courtrooms, so they still got the old like little, um, you know where the oh I see, so literally an old court where they think where the like uh, not the lawyers the um, the judges would go and yeah. get changed and things like that, and no. so they just turned it all. I and mean, what they've done there is amazing. Um, they just I mean they tend to have more tribute bands on more than anything. Yeah, and, I suppose they bring people more established, on. probably bigger, older established bands and things like that. And whereas I think Billboard's more about local music and more like grassroots level. And well, saying that we have had obviously we've had the Lavens and Lottery winners. Oh wow! Um, Discharge are coming up. Um, with one of the other promoters, KDS. Um. There's law is there's loads you can attract these bands you can attract these bands now because there's no way that, on the old like PA and stuff like that and set up that you get a band like the lottery winners coming. Yeah. <laughs> like he played he played at the Billboard the other day from America. Crowbags. 
Okay. An old like hardcore band from America. To the Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because now I've seen it. I know it's always different when you have the context of the. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to. <laughs> see we were both bladded. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see it like these American bands going over, just like you see with the Pound Bakery or something like that. Literally, you think no. Hey, what's his two pass for a pound? Everyone <laughs> <laughs> that would think come on over, we'll come to Wigan all you know, even anywhere in this area, we get a pint for one pound eighty. Weatherspoons will stay here. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting town. If you got things like your, your Wigan kebab and stuff like that, like what's a Wigan kebab? Right? What is a Wigan kebab? It's a pine bar. Yeah. Oh, pine bar! I shouldn't do that. I just didn't. <laughs> yeah. No way. Dipped in gravy. <laughs> I guess um, it's, it leads on quite nicely, really, because like um, I know I knew Wigan personally for like a lot of the, the clubbing scenes that go on around there, but there is quite a live sort of um, a live sort of atmosphere in in Wigan as well. So I guess. Like, why is it that you picked Wigan? Is it just your local town, or just, did you see something there? Just where it's where I live. Yeah. Um, just felt like it was because I've been watching gigs there all most like, most of my life at the time. Has it been quite a rich scene all like the whole time in Wigan? Yeah, it seems like you were a, a, a not just a music fan, but actually a Wigan music fan. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, I think is quite unique for how well it's done. Do you know what I mean? Because you've connected to that scene. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, from an early age, um, there was a few places that well, some there'd be a place that did um, acoustic nights, but it was like, like we were discussing earlier about the Wigan Music Collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they were a big reason for why it was so good at the time. I don't know if you want to just like explain what what the Wigan Music Collective. Right, is. so the Wigan Music Collective was a group of people, um, a committee almost of, um, you know, all people that are into the music and from different backgrounds and stuff and different tastes and and they made everything most things happen in Wigan at the time um, and they they had the t- place called the Tavern they did acoustic nights at a place called Rick's Bar which um, I'm sure I know I, Arctic Monkeys played Wigan a few times I don't yeah, think yeah. they played at Par Hall as well I saw recently um, so there's quite a little interesting story about Arctic Monkeys um, as well coming to Wigan Um but there was always something going on in it. There was one or two other promoters at the time. There was a good indie promoter who made a few, like a good few things happen. Like he brought Pete Doherty here a few times. And <laughs> nice. I think the bass player from the Libertines had a band. He brought them a few times, and he was getting like quite big names coming in. Um, I saw a band <laughs> once called um, Selfish Cunt. Nice. Um, and there'd been a lot of like press about him like I wonder why um, <laughs> I don't know if he's like the enemy he thought the live shows because they were like just chaotic okay and they were on with one or two local bands who I knew so I thought I'll oh, go down and watch him see what all the fuss is about and um, I don't know 10-15 minutes in and it got too much and the uh, the guy who owned the building just went pulled the plug out no way that's the first time I've ever. It's the first and last time I've ever seen that happen. <laughs> no way. What was it? Just like just being too loud, being too rowdy, or probably a mix of probably a mix of all things. That's yeah. a good gig, that though. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was funny to go. <laughs> it was. I, I don't remember much too much about it because it was so long ago. But um, just this like chaotic guy on. There's probably videos on YouTube of not that gig but of that band. Just I. I mean. It's, Press helps a lot. When you get a, a band that's known for the live 
the live show. Mm. Um, there's quite a few bands with a really good live show, like quite a chaotic live show that's that does it for me. Um, I mean, it's good having bands that can play the songs and that, but they've always got to have that something else about them. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because like I I recently my phone's been popping up with a lot of Warrington Guard uh, not Warrington Guardian um just Guardian articles of um star ratings of the Glastonbury sets so there are people now who are going around oh, and like no the Chili's tours and stuff yeah so like you'll get star ratings of of live performances and things now which I've I've never seen before but like you know um it's it's just getting further and further out there in the media now rather than just like oh here's an album and stuff people going and actually. Mm. You know, I also read the whole thing as well. We say this in every podcast, but it is true. It is easier now to be in a band than it ever has been. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm. In terms of not just to kind of meet up in a garage, but to kind of meet up, record, produce, release of your own accord is the simplest in the last kind of five years that it's ever been. Yeah. And I think for that reason, you know, that's maybe what you're saying that is, you know, you're getting a lot of bands, so it's got to be someone that has that something as well oh, so everyone's on Spotify right but yeah but I mean, what you said before about it's easy to be in a band I mean I've known bands to kind of like three of them live in such a place one lives in miles away yeah, one yeah. lives miles away so how does that work and then but like now you've got like you said your technology to like kind of they can zoom they can practice ones on zoom or they yeah, can yeah. one person can record a baseline and, and send, it, send, send it across yeah, yeah they can learn that way. Band, that's what bands were doing when through lockdown I was um, I think it was chat, chatting to River I think um, and they were swapping ideas but I think it was River backwards and forwards and um, they were jamming that way jamming on zoom it wasn't ideal that. but it was better yeah. than nothing wasn't it it was just mm. I just I'd be terrified of the latency. I'd be like, everyone's half a beat off all the time. What's going on? They're sat in their other rooms. Like, is oh, half a beat off all the time? It is a lot. I do think though, from that period, one thing I did think is, is it's great how innovative this is. Mm-hmm. But on some level, I do feel like there is something to be said for like artists in the same room. But yeah, like, something we happens. Start grabbing that crack in it. And... So it makes you realise what you what you lack when it's not there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's That's make the, a little noise. That's the end of the camera. Oh, then. Right. Let's yeah. move. Yeah. Um, right, we're back. Right, before we do, I forgot the, the questions that we were going to go into. So we wanted to know. Was. Ah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, so w- one of the things that we did want to sort of ask is like, um, you, you, you talked about how you discovered artists, so you go and like search online for them. But if I was an artist trying to get onto one of your gigs, how would I get your attention? And when they're there, what is, like, a really great band to work as mm. when they come to that? For any young bands listening to this, you know, what would you say? You work with a lot of bands. What's a good way to get in contact with promoters or you specifically and, yeah, what makes them good to work with? I think approaches with um, a message of not one... I think promoters hate this one, this, like, generic one that you can obviously see has, has been, like, copy and paste. And, yeah, yeah, I got one the other day and it was just... Um, maybe not calling you by name or something I'm trying to think of specifics like yeah. if, if they don't you I think, I think keep it short and sweet is you know obviously follow us and then we'll obviously follow you back have some it's half a man's when they've not got any tunes it we, I mean, we, we've took the punt on a few bands without tunes um, 
like one or two. Um, what was it about them that you decided to give a go? Um, I mean, like, and I'd seen. I think I'd seen enough clips to kind of get a a little bit of the feel of what they're about, and I think they maybe they would have fitted on. But now sometimes it might be a band that's looking for the first gig, mm-hmm. which we take a lot of uh, pride in giving bands the first gig, um, or a headline gig. But just, I would say probably keep it short and sweet. If you've got tunes, that's mm. better. Um, if not, put your gigs up and we'll obviously we'll, I'll come and try and see you. Or um, obviously, if you're local, you know, if you're Wigan based, um, we'll, we'll stick you on. Or it's always worth getting in touch with these promoters anyway. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's about building up a bit of a actual have got, relationship. Have you got your phone with you? Have you got the email that they sent? We don't have to name them by name. <laughs> I wonder if I can maybe read it. Oh, it's just, it, it just, it's a, it's a long one. And I can tell it's generic because it's it doesn't even say about gig; it just says festival. Right, <laughs> that is not a good, a good start. start. Yeah. <laughs> you can just say like it's. I mean, I've, I've, I think I've, I know of him anyway because he's done gigs with other bands that I, I know of. Um, I would just say keep it short and sweet. Um, any links to social media pages is always good. Um, you know, and if you fit on one of our nights, then we'll... Yeah, like we'll an understanding you of your genre, I feel like, is something I think could potentially yeah, yeah. Or, or understand. I think maybe understanding what we're about. Don't yeah. approach if you're a metal band. Yeah. Or, you know, a, a band that won't fit on one of our nights. Yeah. Um, you know, do your research and just approach mm-hmm. with a... A proper message. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Doesn't have to be like your whole like life story. Just yeah, I think it's a little bit, a little bit of the bio of what you're about and stuff. Because uh, what I think what annoys me sometimes when you go on Facebook and a band's Facebook page and you go in the about section, and there's hardly anything there. It's like Spotify. Mm. You get a few bands and you go on the kind of info section. There's nothing there. It just says like how many listeners. So yeah. a little bit of info is is good, but not too much I would say yeah like just the important stuff I suppose okay so I've got something interesting um, I suppose what I'd like to know is you know based on based on all of your time doing this what would you advise yourself on your first event if you bumped into them now you know you bumped into a younger version of yourself and they say oh you know I'm I'm a future version of you what, what, what would you you know what would you tell yourself about them that you've maybe learned from years of experience that can't be taught you know from any kind of educator you know that's just something that a mentor can teach you uh things like look, look after your bands like um i mean i'm quite lucky in the sense of i can you know i can put give them beer and pizza and stuff yeah um make sure they don't go home empty-handed um don't be a dick just <laughs> just uh you know treat with respect and uh, I mean, a lot of it's interesting, you know, your enthusiasm and your love for doing it, and mm-hmm. don't, you know, keep it enjoying, you know, enjoy it. Yeah, and that was going to be my question to you as well, is, um, like, why do you do it? Because um, obviously you can make a bit of money on the side, you, you're working as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, alongside doing it, so what what is it for you that gets you up in the morning and goes, you know what, I can't wait for that gig tonight? Because I know, I know I'm helping bands out and I know I've 
because I know I know because I've booked bands, I've booked gigs for bands before. And I know how hard it is, especially for an out of time band. Um, how hard it is to get a gig sometimes, yeah. um, and knowing that obviously they're coming in. The bands that so you can't you can bands I'm really into. Some bands I'm giving a chance to of. I've lost the camera, I'm afraid. Yeah, I've lost the camera. It's just <laughs> dying out. Maybe at this point, we... It just flashes up. We, I'm just going to have to put a little still image, yeah. It'll be fine. Do we'll just carry it on, yeah. I'm wondering whether I should just see what we can get out of my phone now. I'll just start it right now, because with the audio still going. Keep it in. Yeah, keep this in, no doubt. I've got, I'm recording all the Well, that's what I mean, because we've got uh, the shots. is fixing the shots, because the camera's died. We're on. We'll get longer that, but we'll see how it goes. I'm a five minute so let's go. But um, yeah, and I suppose I'm interested in that point that you said before when we went off topic about you know a band being good to work with. Do you know what I mean? What, have you ever? I know you've probably not ever had any kickoffs with bands, but I think if I was in a band and I, I'd be nervous about how to be, you know, with the with the with the promoter and how how to kind of. Um, you know, it is being a good band to work with, you know, kind of keeping yourself to yourself and getting your parts right, or is it, you know, kind of just fitting in with the energy? I think it can be a bit... I suppose it depends gig to gig anyway. Yeah. But maybe what is it for you, you know, that you think... Is it... What makes you book people again? Um, It could be... Because I'm not, I've had bands that haven't brought any, brought, you know, sold any tickets, but as soon as they've come on stage and like kicked into the first few chords, it's got people up, mm. like Broke Casino were one, Kane were another one. Um, just good, fun bands, you know. I mean, I've had no horrible people, um, which I know there can be sometimes even there, you know, arrogance. Mm. But I know a lot of bands, a lot of the bands now have, you know, are all friends on Facebook now and you kind of, be, you know, they become, they become mates for life kind mm. of thing. Um, just be you know, professional and just, um, you know, if I want something doing this way, then let's do it this way. Yeah, respect it. I get that. Obviously, I'll, I'll take the you know their thoughts on it as well because they're obviously more music minded, mm-hmm. but instruments wise and stuff. And um, well, no, it's just coming with a view of just being. I suppose it is a pro. Just be yourself and. Treat bands with respect, and I love seeing bands that have come and they, they watch the other, but they watch each other's sets. Yeah. Sometimes you know, my gigs where that's they're the only people watching. But I mean, there was a promote, there was a a place in Wakefield. Um, I don't know if it's still going, but he tried to he tried to say obviously, bands hate hate it when you know a band does a set and then they 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 go off somewhere else and mm. um. And he was trying to say, like, look, all bands that are playing, you have to watch each other's sets. Mm. But you can't be like, I mean, it's 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 nice when it happens, but you can't you can't force, you can't force people. To you can't you obviously can't force people to your gigs if they want to come, they'll come. Um, it does go. It goes a long way though. But like you said, it's not a mandatory thing. I think they're the better bands, and they're the, just the ones that stand out and are there for the camaraderie of supporting each other and having a good time rather than. Yeah, I've got my paycheck, boom, I'm off, see you later. Yeah, and I'd say the thing that you do with the beers and the pizza is definitely a way to kind of promote that kind of 
everybody getting along. Like we definitely felt that from your event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody kind of treated us like we were one of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> we were. <laughs> yeah. I think they probably thought we were. Maybe two guys rocking up with phones. That's what I mean. Phones, yeah, but yeah. no, I think it was. Um, and you know, I think also we were inspired and and surprised maybe a little bit by the ferocity of the Wigan scene. Yeah, you know, everyone was knew everybody else's band name, knew what they were up to, um, and they were very proud of of being in it. And I thought that I think that was quite inspiring to us. Do you know what I mean? I think it was a great thing to see. Yeah, I mean, I'll always do my research on bands and trying to get to know the names and what's interviews and this and that. Um, the, there can be, a, I think, the point in here where you think, you know, if I don't like these, why will anybody else? But I think you've got to kind of, kind of come away from that and just... Mm. I mean, I try to get through as many new bands as I can. I don't like putting on, you know, three or four bands that I've seen before. If I'm, if I'm going to put, like, a four-band night on, if it's three bands that I know, then bring one I don't. Mm. But I've always been, even from, like, the early days of bringing a band that's not from Wigan, at least mm. one. Um, so if you've got like a four a four band night, depends. Depend, it depends on who the bands are. Um, because I want those bands that people want to come out and see. Because mm. not every band has that, or they've gone past that stage of um having people coming out watching them. And there's a lot of I think a lot, a lot of people now are talking about different bands. They're all talking about these different mm. bands, and they're even from like. Liverpool and people are coming in even like the other promoters they've all got people coming in from other towns because we've got the, the train stations the two the two mm. train stations very close to each other yeah, yeah. that really is working out our favour we have people from all all over coming watching the gigs to wait coming to Wigan yeah because you've got two main lines going yeah, yeah, of course one's amazing. central and then the one we're on as well isn't it the the one yeah, the Glasgow, Glasgow one. The Wigan North, Wigan Northwestern. Yeah. And then, oh, which is your Warren. Yeah. And then your Wargate's opposite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's not to be confused with, um, and don't make the same mistake I made of going to uh, St. Helens and having St. Helens Central and St. Helens Junction. St. Helens oh, Junction's oh, all yeah, there, all there yonder. Yeah. I was trying to look for a quick way back from Liverpool one day and I thought, right, where can I go? It's close to Wigan, St. Helens, St. Helens, North St. Helens Central. St. Helens Junction, that's, that must be close. That must be like, kind of, must be like <laughs> Wigan. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> no. Um, well, I think we're kind of coming to the end. I think, um, you know, it's been great to chat. I think we've covered loads of really interesting stuff. I suppose one last thing I think is interesting to end on is, you know, my impression of you, it's just my opinion, is that maybe you being so much of like a genuine music fan has been a massive part of why you've been able to do so well, in my opinion. I just wondered whether you agreed or whether you had anything to say on that, really. Yeah, I mean, you'll always have your, your rubbish notes. Um, but, like, you know, like I said to somebody else the other week who's a promoter, he didn't have a particular good night. So, well, you just got to learn from it and just mm. maybe make the next one a bit more um, less risk, mm -hmm. you know. Get that extra little no crowd puller in. Mm. I think you've got to have your, your crowd pullers. Because for me, I just want people there. You know, money wise, I'm not. There's not just what the band. You know, the bands make something that's great. Mm. Um, which they, they do they do, they do tend to make, you know, quite a bit. Um, but there's I think the scary thing is though they're so surprised at like when I. Even when I go to pay them, sometimes like imagine. what's this? I would surprise me. Like, I I didn't know for like. 
didn't know necessarily that you'd be better. I think it is, it is quite a, a great thing that you know you you do care so much about that. You know, yeah, they, they have a good. I give them a, a decent. Um, there's decent pay scheme as well, because I think you don't always get the same what you get with me with other like maybe the other bigger promoters. Mm-hmm. You know, if a, if a band brings, you know, sells 60, 50, 60 tickets, then they're gonna get. She had a lot of money back. Yeah. Whereas I'd, I'll just take a bit and just put it towards like posters and you know the night the you know the treat stuff I give them and maybe put them towards having I mean, like a pot so I can improve my nights and look at these you know bigger bands and then getting locals on to support. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we've got Deja Vega coming up, um, Courting from Liverpool. What are the what are the dates? Just because it's a good time to kind of see um, any of our. Deja Vega is our next one. That's the second of September, and Courting is twenty third of October, which is a Sunday. It's so the first time that an episode has gone out where those dates are still actually relevant, mm-hmm. and people can go to those dates, yeah. which is good. Um, for for the people who do want to go to them, like where can they find? Uh, where can they find you online? Um, and where can they sort of? For those bands as well that now know that they could uh, just go and find us on all your um, socials like Instagram, Twitter. Sounds from the street. We'll put Sounds from the street. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put a link. Generally in. comes straight up. Yeah, um, but then if it's the jam, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. I went past the jam, and then it was next. <laughs> so I was quite impressed with that, to be honest. Can't well, that's where that's where all the, a lot of the, you know these things come from, isn't it? And song lyrics or song, you know, albums or whatever. Yeah, all yeah. Band inspired, aren't they? Yeah. Generally, yeah, I love it. Cool, thank you so much for coming Excellent. on. So, thank you guys. Really good. Yeah. We'll co- definitely be probably coming to some of your future things and probably bring our cameras to be honest, won't we? Yeah, oh, we're so much better now as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so one, true. So. so, yeah, it's been a massive pleasure. Thanks again for oh, thank coming you. on. Thanks, thank you. Here is what I find so interesting about Dave one, the way people respond to him. Mm-hmm. Two, he lives the life of it. I, I mean, we we that, yeah. we spoke to Dave and um, it, we went for a drink in the pub around the corner before he started, and he must have mentioned fifty bands to us, mm. and and what maybe twenty of them are successful. He lives the life of the promoter in the respect that he is aware of the bands in his scene, where they're up to, where they would fit. And is willing to do that work, yeah, for no money. I, I I notice it outside of the podcast as well. So like, you really get a feel for how passionate he really is about um, the music around him. But then when you watch the way that um, he markets himself, because we talked about it a bit in the podcast, mm. but I think because he doesn't have intentions of going and specifically making one piece of content that's going to drive ticket sales, or it's going to do this, or it's mm. going to do that. Everything on his channel, um, on like Instagram, for example, is quite active on social media in some respects. Yeah, I think it's like a slightly generational difference. Like you take somebody like our third third podcast, who's obviously an events promoter of a totally different ilk, mm-hmm. right? And it's like one's very focused on like short things that are going to gain a lot of traction, and one of them, like Dave's, a lot more like little bits here and there of him just being him. Yeah, is yeah, how he exactly. promotes himself, his personality, and his taste. Yeah. It's very much what Sounds from the Street represents. I think one thing he might not have noticed about himself, because he doesn't explicitly say it outright, but the amount of contacts that he has Mm. around his local area. He knows all the different promoters, like the way that he talks about how they have their, their network in Wigan, 
of the mm. promoters that all go and speak together. I thought that was really interesting as well, is this idea that Wigan's not going to be the only town where actually, from a higher perspective, all the promoters do know each other and they're all giving each other tips, they're giving each other the best up-and-coming bands. They're not mm. working in a way where they're trying to fight each other out of business and they're competing with each other. They're actually working to try and create one... Um, to get the band seen, like. yeah, I think they yeah, like yeah. the scene. Do you know what I mean? And do you think it it seemed like a close knit scene? Um, so yeah, big respect to him for that one. And shout out for being our biggest, uh, most engaging fan on social media as well. He, he likes is. everything, absolutely everything. Big respect. So the next podcast that we've got coming up is Cabellia, a band self produced that we met at one of uh, Dave's events. If you're interested in that podcast, follow us on our social media or follow our Spotify or any of our streaming platforms and it'll be coming out on that.